Sex and happiness both enrich our lives, yet it's surprising how few people can honestly say that they enjoy regular and fulfilling sex or describe themselves and their lives as happy. Host Lori Handlers helps you to experience real intimacy and happiness. You'll laugh a little, learn a little, and we hope put a smile on your face and a smile in your life. Now here's Lori. Hi, everybody. This is Laurie Handlers, and you're listening to another episode and watching, perhaps, another episode of Sex and Happiness, a show about your sex and your happiness. And today I have two guests. I'm featuring one of them, and the other one is somebody who I've featured many times. So this is Michael Gibson, my partner in life, sometimes my partner in crime. No, I <laughs> commit any crimes yet. Um, <laughs> and this is Gil Oren, my other guest, who is my featured guest today. And Gil is going to be speaking to us. I may call him Gilly. We, he has a nickname with an I, Gil with an I on the end. And sometimes he goes by that to people who know him. So um, anyway, Gil Oren is uh, one of the creators and founders of a program called Remember. It's like the word remember, only the mem gets changed into men. Remember. And it's a program for men. It's a program in the, in the wild. It's a program in the jungle. It's a program in the wilderness. And we're going to talk about that and what's grown out of it and, um, and, and why it might interest you, those of you who are my listeners and guests. So, Gil, welcome to Sex and Happiness. Thank you, Laurie and Michael. So good to see you. Thank you. Appreciating the invitation. Absolutely. So great to have you here. I'm excited to be here. I'm glad to have okay. yeah, been on in a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. So, so before we get started into what is Remember, um, which is so very, uh, it's a really great title of a, of a <laughs> course. Um, Gil, how, you know, how did you get to be how did you get to be Gil? How did you, you know, how did you find your way into men's work and to uh, really wanting to empower uh, men right now in this crazy world of ours? Did you start out like this? Was this always an interest of yours or what? You know, give us a little bit of your background. Oh, I think, I think most of my life, if I can look at it, comes from uh, pain and desire. <laughs> So I would stay there. I mean, that's more like the spiritual karma of, of where I'm at. I just turned 15 March. If I look back at my life, it always, always had an aspect of masculine energy and brotherhood. Um, I grew up, my father was an army officer, a very, very successful business leader. I have two siblings, two brothers, um, male buddies. And, um, you know, I always grew up playing out with boys and, and challenging myself. Then I was a professional athlete. I got into the youth academy in Israel as a, as a soccer player um, and really did that. And then as every young man in Israel, I was drafted and I chose to volunteer to an elite combat unit where it was really brothers in arms and I would... I could have this experience that we can just talk for hours just about the experience of brotherhood in the army uh, with its shadow and light. Um, 
And then I went actually into business and business leadership for the next 25, almost 23 years. So if I look back and then, you know, in the, I would say in my mid thirties, that was the first time I was more consciously being introduced when the David Data's evolution started. And I made David 15 years ago in South Carolina, in North Carolina, in a workshop of 75 men. And that made a huge impact on me. So let's, do, then let's we, stop there for yeah. a second so that people, yeah. not all my listeners, I mentioned David Data a lot <clears throat> yeah. in my work because he has some things to say that the first book, um, the, the way man, of the superior man. The way of the, the, way of the superior man. man. Thank you. That book has made a huge difference to every man that I know. That's yes. a you know. David Data has a lot to say about that. So, so you actually went to a workshop with him with how many? Seventy-five men. We were seventy-five men from all over the world. It was actually the last time. It was early two thousand and six. The last time that he facilitated a men-only workshop. I think this year. He was opening it up again, um, but he was mostly working with co-ed out there. Mm-hmm. And um, again, I mean, I'm in my mid-30s, I was in New York City. I was, um, I was a founder and owner of a toy company. I was married. I had a lot of challenges in intimacy. I had a lot of challenges in purpose. Everything outside seemed perfect. I lived the American dream, but I, I, my soul was actually empty, and I felt like such... It was, it was agony. It was just that, that friction inside, that inability to actually hold that. Can you see me? Yeah. The inability to hold both polarities where like I'm living the most successful life I dreamed of. At 35, I, have a, I had a million dollar house, luxury cars, office in New York City, you know, truly, truly doing that, um, married. And at the same time, there was such a desire and longing of my soul for more, more understanding, more expansion. And I met David in this workshop and we started a men's group in the city, spin-off with one of his assistants, uh, Eli Buren, a really interesting man that worked with us for a few months and then we kept going. And that made a huge, huge impact on me that just meeting men in that space of honesty and vulnerability and challenge. And yeah, so we did that uh, for almost 12 years. And within that, I continued my, my own mostly started doing conscious sexual work i it was the days of one taste and nicole dayden in new york city and uh, we missed each other i like i'm just going to tell you that we missed each other as i did nicole's first or second course in new york city and i sure did (laughs) and i also went to i went to see david data when he was presenting at some big hall in new york city and it's like you know it was like who's who in the world of sacred sexuality was in that room, you know, in that room that night when David was there. So, how did yeah, we so it was kind of a. How did we miss each other in New York? That's all I'm thinking, you know. <laughs> well, and we had to wait, wait for Easter, yeah. uh, but I mean, I mean, that kind of like the energy of dropping more and more into the masculine energy and and getting more and more into my body in this experience with brothers. And now, you know, moving more into the, I would say, more challenging and confronting sexual spaces. And One Taste was a very confronting but incredibly growing experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, orgasmic meditation, and I did their coaching programs, and I did the intensive with Nicole in LA for 10 days. And 
was very, very fortunate to uh, be part of that uh, initiation over two years between 2014 and actually 2017. And, um, and then Ista, uh, Ista exactly then, February 2017, meeting you and Frank and uh, in Costa Rica and having such a huge awakening and, and also seeing the places where I still need to grow a lot um, in my places of insecurity and jealousy and fear and not trusting the feminine and not following my desire. There was a lot. Yeah. And then level, level two and assisting one and two and we did uh, PT and yeah. And, and we were, and to that, to, to remember, we were sitting the four of us in my house in Costa Rica. You guys, I mean, Laurie, you, you haven't been in my house yet, right? I haven't been there yet, but you know, like after this interview, we're going to have a little talk about that. <laughs> Like I'm yeah. this Costa Rica, I love Costa Rica. So we we're gonna talk about that a little bit. Pura vida. So in 2015, I went down to Costa Rica to do a cleanse with Pachamama and fell in love with the land and and decided that my soul wants to build a sanctuary and I called it the sanctuary for the human soul. And then when the Easter tribe came, they added for the the human animal as well. So now it's a sanctuary for the human animal and soul. And I'm developing now it as a retreat center for 20 to 25 participants because that's been the emergence of it. Um, but we were sitting there after Easter level one, I assisted. It was Frank, Nimai, and Philippe. And Nimai actually was having a vision of creating a men's journey. And I think it came from his desire to connect deeper and, you know, his wound with his father. And, and we were invited by... In mind, Frank, Philippe, and I, and it was a fuck yes. And this journey just started kind of a hangout on my balcony in nature, naked, and just four brothers. And I think what really inspired us was the way we were relating to each other. I think you know that. You know how men relate to each other in the, in the Easter tribe after we go through the initiation. And we thought that only this code by the way our bodies relating to each other with allowing the energy to move, allowing the feminine to move the arrows and the energy and celebrating that. And, and obviously all the codes and, and wisdom we had to share, uh, we can create something and, and meet brothers. So we're gonna that's stop, what it started. We're yeah. going to stop right there. Like at the start of Remember, we're going to take a little pause. And yes, then please. when we come back, we're going to actually talk about Remember. We're going to talk about what some of it has to do with. I'm going to talk about your experience mm -hmm. of it because Michael then went to Costa Rica this past year, and um, well, we were in Mexico and and uh, I was leading ISSA and Frank was co-facilitating with me. And Frank said to Michael, "Hey man, you, you're in Mexico. You might as well, and you're going down to level two in Costa Rica. Yeah, might as well just do remember what you know." And Michael. <clears throat> But I'll let Michael say, so we're going to take a little break here. And when we come back, we're going to really hear about remember. So why you would want to take remember if you're a man listening to this or watching this and why, if you're a woman listening to this and or watching this, you'd want men that you know to consider strongly joining these men and taking something called remember. So we will be right back. Stay tuned. 
Did you ever stop to think that love is your birthright? That you don't need to earn it or prove it? You just need to live it. I'm personally inviting you to the path of true love, power, and freedom. If you're ready to enliven your soul through conscious sexuality and dive deeply into profound ritual that frees your heart, I'm inviting you to join us for the spiritual sexual shamanic experience. This is better known to most of you as the ISTA Level 1 training. I am regularly leading these courses along with a team of accomplished facilitators all around the world. As a matter of fact, these trainings have taken place in 34 countries. For information on when I'm leading, go to ButterflyWorkshops.com. Or for a full schedule, you can go to SchoolofTempleArts.org. Please consider this invitation seriously because love and freedom are your natural state of being. Are you wondering what book to read to jumpstart your life? Get the best from relationships? Attain the deepest feelings of intimacy? Do you want the best sex along with great happiness? Get your copy of Sex and Happiness, The Tantric Laws of Intimacy by Lori Handlers right now. You'll learn how to make love in the unknown, take the performance anxiety and reaching a goal out of sex. You'll learn subtle ways of communication and really important practices to empower you when dealing with an intimate partner. You'll let go of blame and struggle. Doesn't this sound great? Sex and happiness puts the innocence back into sex and gives Tantra the respect it deserves. Take charge of your life, physically, emotionally, and spiritually with Sex and Happiness by Lori Handlers. Only $19.99 paperback and $14.99 ebook. Order your copy today by going to Butterfly Workshops. Dot com. That's ButterflyWorkshops.com for your copy of Sex and Happiness. My question for people right now is if you're a woman who could use a little zest and zing in your arousal response, or maybe you know women or a woman who could use this, because many women say that their feelings of desire, arousal, and sexual satisfaction don't happen as naturally or as often as they'd like. So I want to tell you about Zestra, because Zestra was developed to meet this much-needed option for women. Uh, Zestra's safe and a patented blend of botanical oils and extracts, and it's created to help women have increased sexual sensations. Zestra comes in convenient single-dose personal packets. Each packet keeps the essential arousal oils and extracts free, fresh, and safe from light. And with application of Zestra, it starts to work within three to five minutes. And at about 10 minutes, there's something called the Zestra Rush. And that can last up to about 45 minutes. The great news is that Zestra can be used as frequently as you like during each sexual experience. Now, I'm somebody who believes that all women deserve sexual satisfaction. That's why I do this show, in case you hadn't noticed. So I believe that men and women deserve sexual satisfaction. So if you're a woman who isn't getting that kind of arousal response that you want, please call 877-426-8047. That's 877-426-8047. And please remember to say you heard about Zestra from Laurie Handlers on the Sex and Happiness Show. back with 
with Sex and Happiness. We're losing Gil's picture, but we, he, there he is. Here I am. Okay. Um, I... So we're talking about Remember, which is a, which is a workshop. I don't know whether to call it a workshop. It's a retreat. It's a journey. A journey yeah. for men. And, uh, and it, it may seem a little obvious that it's Remember. It's kind of like remembering who you uh -huh. are. That's how I yes. take it. But I wasn't there. I'm not in a man's body. I could be a fly on the wall, but I wasn't there. So, so Gil, you want to talk? So you birthed it. The four of you: Philippe, Louis, uh, Nimai. I don't know Nimai's last name. Gil Oren and Craig Mondoze. And so, what really does it aim at? What What do you aim at in, in Remember? Or what's the, you know, what's the the dream of the outcome. You know, I can I can share my personal story and perspective about that. Yeah. Sorry, give me a minute. I want to shut the door here so we have more privacy. So I'll ask Thank Michael. You. Well, you're doing that. I'll ask Michael. So Michael, you went to um, remember. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. So um, what I would say is, you know, what I notice when in, in work with men, there's kind of a three stages. Um, you know, David Data speaks about other stages, as we know, you know, stage yeah. one, two, and three. What I'm talking about is the first stage is that stage where there is a desire or there is something in the soul that says, oh, there is more to my experience in a male body. Mm -hmm. and, and it's like, oh, okay. And, and I think someone, I'm saying that, will go read a book, maybe buy The Way of the Spirit of Man, maybe join um, a local men's group, maybe even, yeah, maybe even uh, go take an online program. The second stage is when you actually start awakening to what's going on, there is kind of a step back and you start looking at all the archetype of man that, and the conditioning and the programs and the place that where you are at. And you're starting to have, for the first time, a choice of what kind of a man you want to express. And what, in my opinion, and remember is, is actually something that I call the next um, exploration. It doesn't have to be an evolution, but some people, are, it's what I call brotherhood, from manhood to brotherhood. And it has a different flavor and different energy. And I think remember has this design to drop men from their unconscious patterns and behavior to their archetypes that they actually have more freedom to choose to like the primal experience of brotherhood and safety that is more tribal that we forgot. Um, and, and I think that it's, it's a well-designed program that, that takes you for the integration of what it feels. Mm. And maybe Michael, you can have a comment on your experience. Yeah. 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 Uh, thank you for that. I mean, I, I remember, in, well, in our course or in the uh, in the journey, it 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 was about it was a lot of integration. It was a lot about integrating what you're what you're calling manhood, and actually coming back to the land, like returning to the land as a man, returning to what it means to be a man, and then integrating that into a brotherhood. So it was it was it was just really um, a sweet movement. Um, I I remember actually being able to integrate my masculine which is the manliness man you know of men with my feminine which was a surprise for me but it was really powerful it was in, in, integrating all of that and then also being able to have 
that as a as a sacred relating to other men as a brotherhood. Excellent. Thank you. I'm so happy you had this experience. You know, I remember the moment when that morning when uh, Frank did shamanic breathwork and I I was part of the the practice. And I remember that moment when I felt inside the marriage of the masculine and feminine, like for the first time integrated in my body. And it was like, ah, mm. there was a level of freedom that I haven't experienced. Um, and I think we at Remember actually take men to the edge and the places of, of lack of, like what actually the, the places of fear and the lack of safety. So we can relax because we are so held in those places of shame and shadow and guilt and um, fear and, and the places where men actually are not completely relaxed and open to relate because it hasn't been safe. And from that then, as I'm saying, we can just relax into a level of brotherhood where you are just love. Yeah. There's just nothing to do than being yourself and, and, and the expression of love from other men. And that's always like the last day of the celebration in my house when we just all like together in nature, in our primal bodies, just, just relaxing. And, and those moments for me when I see a few men just being there with each other are just the most rewarding and worth everything. Yeah. I've seen pictures of that. I've seen pictures <laughs> of a group of men sitting at your uh, infinity pool. Yeah like sitting with all their naked bodies, the back of them, <laughs> this line of men. And I think, mm, these beautiful men, like so, yeah, like so beautiful and so uh, willing to explore places that for men have been taboo. And I'm not talking about necessarily sexually relating. I'm talking about just sitting around naked with a bunch of men, like feeling to breathe, and be in nature and feel the connection between them without being like homophobic or right. weirded out or, you know, I don't trust this guy. Like, it's, it's so needed and so necessary. I feel like men are so isolated. Yeah. Like so lost, like what you were saying, like you were a total success in New York City. Like most people can't even boast that. Like to be a success in a million dollar home with luxury cars with an office in New York City, that that takes a tremendous amount of accomplishment. Most people can't make it in New York City. They're waiting tables and they're trying to be discovered by somebody, you know, on Broadway. And here you are, you had that and you're going like there's emptiness. There's something missing. I don't know what it is, but there's a missing. And then that led you to the various experiences that you had. And that's, um, a lot of people wouldn't give that up. They wouldn't dare risk that picture perfect <laughs> thing, you know, like the, I made it and I made it in New York. And you know what the song says, if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I had that for myself in New York, but I'm not a man. So I feel like that's like an amazing tower of success. And then to say, that's not it. And Gil, that's what you did. Yeah, thank you. And, and, you know, I think the sad or the shadow part of it is the amount of midlife crisis and depression and suicide of men in their 
late 30s and early 40s, it's actually the most depressed, broken um, group in this society. It's and it's it's because of that. It's because the the belief in those external ideas that were given to us, and then just inside, just inside, just, just not being able to sustain it. Um, mm-hmm. And 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 that's where the invitation is to actually come and and just have a healing experience. Just relax together. There's nothing to let's remember. There's nothing to achieve or do or heal. It's it's just actually. Let's create an experience together that will help us remember. And that's how the journey is designed. And naturally, you know, we all come with a lot, a lot of background of facilitation and workshops and codes that we do offer a lot of practices, really epic practices and a lot of points of connection and a very strong container. Um, because the masculine container allowed that. And what's really interesting, like what Michael said, is that we get an experience of people say, oh, my feminine haven't been so relaxed. You're like, let's be the most, the most like wild men in nature, you know, being together. And, and then there is this experience of the feminine that we never have. And you maybe can testify by that, Laurie, because you work with so many men and women in those spaces. Like, what is it actually in a man that, meet those masculine parts and actually the feminine gets so nourished. Well, I can I say, know. I can yeah. say something about this. I mean, I work with a lot of men and um, a lot of times they have, some men have an idea that there's a feminine there that doesn't get, that hardly gets to breathe. And some men are not so aware of it. I feel like this man, may I speak about you for a moment? Oh yeah. This man. <laughs> This man is so masculine, like he is so like masculine that it l- allows my feminine to come out more. And that's only since Ista, because in Ista I realized that she was safe for the first time in forever. And then what I realized about him is that he's receiving more, he's open to receiving and softening more and more. And it's subtle with Michael. He's not, you know, Michael, you're, you, you know, you're definitely a man's man. And then there's some subtlety where you're open to receiving now. You're open to sweetness now in a way that, you know, I love seeing, I love being sweet with you and then seeing how sweetness affects you. And um, <laughs> it's really, uh, it's, Quite nice. it's, it's, it's so beautiful. I'm in my life. I never dreamed. Well, I, I, you know, let me speak to that a little okay. bit because um, w- one of the things that I think is missing in, in men is the ability to be intimate with mm-hmm. other men, mm-hmm. not in the sexual sense, but in the sense of here's another, here's another man. And the intimacy that I would have had with my father, had my father been around when I was young, um, was lost in my childhood. The intimacy that, and, and that taught me that or at least I didn't have a sense of intimacy that I could have with other men in a brotherhood, in a way of caring, in a way of being, um, you know, someone who is protective and, and, you know, sharing in that. And I'm very, it's easy to have intimacy with women um, for different reasons. But for men, I think we've missed or we've lost that ability to actually be intimate with our brothers. Um, And so, that really was delivered in a big way 
in that journey in Costa Rica. It was amazing. Some of the stuff that we got to do, like awaken that in me. And so when she says I'm able to be sweet, it's because I now know what it means to be intimate with a man in a way that has me be still in my body, still in the masculine, still heterosexual, all those things. And yet I still had this experience of intimacy and it blew my mind. That's pretty powerful. And I think it makes me more masculine. <laughs> that's that's a beautiful. I think the parenting piece you just brought is really, really um, unique. You know, I've seen throughout the last uh, two, three years in, in being on this journey and leading and facilitating, but also being so impacted by the intimacy with men, the relationship with my two boys. I have a 21-year-old and a 16-year-old. Mm. And my 16-year-old just broke up with his girlfriend after two and a half years last weekend. And he allowed me to hold him in his pain and crying just really like hold him and, and caress him and touch him. And, mm. and that just like, it was just like, you know, it's, just, it's, a, it's a shamanic experience for a father. And he's like, you know, and we know 16 boys, 16, you know, and he's in the public system in the U.S. It's not like, you know, he's in nature in Costa Rica. Like he's like, you know, in that total uh, programming of the culture. And yet, you know, that experience of just holding, holding your sons and yeah, they're just another um, huge reward. And that, these things are priceless. I mean, what else do we desire? <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful, yeah. Gil. Michael's also having some breakthroughs with his son, who's in his 20s. Mm. And um, it's, very, it's, I mean, every little baby step is big because they, they, they didn't have anything. And it, his son's very difficult to reach. But in his... He's tough enough to provide role modeling, but he's sweet enough now to like find roads into him and have him be less fearful and have him be more trusting and, and all these things. So, and his son is also a father. So it's very important that. They oh, wow. It's That's awesome. Super important yeah. that they bridge this. Really. Chaser one, that makes me a grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> the sexiest, the sexiest grandfather I know. <laughs> Well, I, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'll take I, that. Laurie, Laurie, <laughs> yeah. that's Laurie, that's 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 such a such a good point, and and um, I think that what we do at remember, but also Easter, our ability to stay in connection with other men um, and women in in those really challenging places allow us to stay. Like my son know that no matter what, I'm there, like solid, steady. He can project on me all his anger and pain and fears and reject me and and i'm just there like there <laughs> and so at some point you know he's like oh you know what actually i don't need to keep doing that maybe we can just have fun and, and love each other but i think if i would reject him in that and put like that it's not respectful or it's not like whatever then that expression that he cannot you know he will actually hide the light too so I think that's what we learn. We like we stay in connection with men around shame and around, as you said, sexuality and around trauma and around the things we hide and and around the way we meet in emotional release and we stay in connection and we move through that to love and that just experience in the body, yeah, it just goes everywhere. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I we're gonna take another break here. When we come back. Okay. Cool. We're gonna see if there's any last thing we you know something you really wanted to say that you that everyone must hear but from both of you 
and then we'll find out how do we how do people find remember. I like as you're talking, I'm just going to say before we go to break, I'm thinking of someone who needs to do it immediately. Awesome. And so I will be telling Thank him you, that he needs to do it immediately. I'm actually coaching his son right now. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm thinking to myself, oh yes, this person needs to go to remember. So he can actually be there for his son, like his son needs that. So anyway, whatever, it's all good. We will come right back. Everybody who's listening or tuning in, I'm Lori Handlers. This is Sex and Happiness. We are talking about the sex and happiness of men. And you know what? That is super important to me. Uh, men have gotten like the raw end of the stick since feminism, since Me Too, since every kind of thing. Um, I And I'm, I, look, I've owned many times that I was somewhat responsible for the confusion of men. When I was marching for Take Back the Night, I didn't know men were going to be like systematically castrated by women hating them. Like, that's not me. I love men. And I want them to like remember who they are. So this is super important. And, you know, I'm just taking a stand for this. And those of you who know me, you know I don't take things like that lightly. I'm all for this. I love the four men who created this. And I love what they're about. So stay tuned. We're going to find out how to get in touch with them and how you can join Remember or how you can have someone you love join Remember. We'll be right back. So many times you've heard Lori talk about emotional release on this show. She says over and over again how important it is for you and your loved ones. Now you can do emotional release in the privacy of your own home. And you can practice Lottie Han, too, meditation that prepares you for making love in the unknown. In her CD, Shamanic Release and Lottie Han, she creates a safe and sacred space in which you can do the powerful work Lori is known for in her Butterfly Workshops courses. Lori sets you up with the proper positioning and breathing. Then she guides you through each emotional state to the beat of tribal African rhythms. This CD actually provides an easy way to do emotional clearing work on a regular basis. Order your copy of Shamanic Release and Lottie Han today and watch your relationships walk free of emotional baggage. To order your copy, go to ButterflyWorkshops.com right now. As a sex and happiness coach, I understand that increased sexual participation intensifies sexual responsiveness and desire, as well as overall health and well-being. My experience with a Sibian has personally increased my sexual response and I can now train women to use this machine to have peak orgasms as often as possible. I strongly believe this will add to their health and well-being whether they have a partner or not. The beauty and the miracle of the human body is that it adapts and changes much more rapidly than people change their beliefs or their opinions. The Sibian can make any woman's body more resilient with each peak orgasm. Sibian is an amazing experience, often described as the Lamborghini of sex toys. If you're a woman and you can get yourself to look at Sibian, you should do so. It won't take away from your partner. It will only add. Trust me on this. I love my Sibian. Go to Sibian.com. That's S-Y-B-I-A-N dot com or call 1-800-273-8255. 
1-800-253-6135. That's 800-253-6135. And say Lori Handler's told you about Sibian. And by the way, if you do have a partner, ask about Venus for Men. That's Venus, V-E-N-U-S, for men. Okay, we are back with Sex and Happiness. I'm Laurie Handlers. This is Michael Gibson, my intimate, darling, loving partner. And this is Gil Oren, who is one of the creators of Remember and another man that I love dearly. I'm so lucky. I have like, the most amazing man in my life. Welcome to your life. Welcome to my life. <laughs> Everybody, welcome to my life. This is an intimate look into my life. These are two men I have. Oh, yes. yes. So um, is there anything we forgot? Is there anything we should say about remember that uh, somebody needs to know, like a key point that we forgot? I, I have some. I mean, I, go ahead, Mike. Um, um, if you don't mind. The, yes, the one thing that I would, the thing that I think is most important to really get about the live experience is, is how rugged, how, um, how really in the earth and how in the, like the center of man, it touches. That journey is, is it's, it's rugged, it's tough, it's, it, it forces you to pull something out of you in order to have the experience. Um, it's confronting. Um, it is, it is not, it, it, don't take it lightly. I would say it is something that will transform you from the inside out. And it is a, a place like, it's like the, the, the cauldron that you stir all that shit up in order to really transform through alchemy, you, like who you are as a man. Um, it, it, it is shamanism. Like, that's what I would say. Thank you. Gil, anything else? Anything you want to add to that? I'm feeling that it's uh, it was the peak, uh, <laughs> the peak experience of this podcast. Thank you, Michael. So yeah, yeah. all was, right, Gil. That was beautiful. I, less is more here. It's <laughs> <laughs> great, Gil. So uh, tell us how one goes about uh, finding out about Remember, and we also have a code somewhere. Yeah. All right, so how, how do people make their initial contact? Or remember was designed in nature, in the wild, because as the understanding that that's, that's a space where many men are missing the connection to the land, the connection to, due to the, you know, the circumstances of life lately, we actually have been experimenting and we have created a lot of beautiful intimacy online too. Oh, yeah, due to those. And, um, you know, immense groups in holding our community. We just held, we were part of a big uh, event last weekend, the Integrated Masculine. And um, we are launching mid-July. It's a very unique opportunity. First steps to remember, July 17th to 19th. Um, you can find it on my Facebook page. It's rememberjourney.com. Definitely has access to all our events. So the next opportunity, it's a weekend event, four hours a day, first steps to remember. I think Michael can give more information, and we also have a special for you guys as an affiliate. Um, that's the next opportunity. Then our next workshop in nature will be in Canada, in Montreal, before Easter Level 1 and 2. 
um, and it is being organized by Philippe and Frank. Frank as a local uh, Montreal Canadian and Frank is the organizer of Remember Journey. Okay, good. And for uh, yeah. Frank, Frank is also an ISTA facilitator, an ISTA lead facilitator with me, ISTA being the International School of Temple Arts. That's actually how we all met. It's not how Michael and I met, but it's how you and I met. It's how I met Philippe at an ISTA event. I met Nimai at an ISTA event. I mean, I, that's how, that's that tribe is how most of us met together. Yeah. Yes. Michael, do you want to give people this? Is yeah. That, is this too long of a coaching? No, I got it. It's, okay. it's, it's, uh, it's actually really simple. So if you know how to get to, uh, you know, sex and happiness or, or anything like that, you go to lauriehandlers.com. So here is the link. You'll go to remember, R-E-M-E-N-B-E-R. So mem, like remember, as Lori stated, but the M-E-M is a M-E-N. So remember dot lauriehandlers.com that's all you got to do oh, remember.lauriehandlers.com and you'll be able to go and get all the information you need you'll you'll find out what the tuition is everything else really straightforward that's great and i highly recommend that you do it first of all during this pandemic as far as i'm concerned you got nothing else to do except grow get your life <laughs> i mean there are people during this pandemic who were like having woe you know gloom and doom and woe is me and a lot of people that I know are using this as an opportunity that my friend Frederick Swan, uh, Swan sings a song called Another Fucking Opportunity for Growth. And so this pandemic is another fucking opportunity for growth. And so you might as well do it because what else are you doing? What else better do you have to do? Write that book, do that growth, do the things that you've always put off. This is the time. That's what we're doing. I agree. We just did the Tantra Meet BDSM with you, me and my partner, Kelly. Oh, my yes. God. What a journey. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Thank I you. Mean, Thank you. It's, it's totally a game changer for us. That's wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. So that's it. I mean, we've been doing, I have, usually I'm on a plane every other week. You know, I come I know. home, I do the laundry and I put the clothes back in a suitcase and off I go into the wild blue and <laughs> since this thing has happened i've been home and i've been busier and creating and creating this has been like for they call it the pause the global pause this for us has been a pregnant pause like we, <laughs> we have birthed so many things during this time and little by little we're dripping them out into our environment and new things are being created so this is what people like literally, if you were putting off growing, now would be a really good time to have a spurt, a growth spurt. So yeah, and and I think for staying home and the value you get in terms of money today on those events, like you get the best facilitator for I don't know even how much yeah. compared to travel and workshops and yeah. So it's yeah, it's been it's half. You can get our programs, extraordinary lovers, for half what they usually are. Yeah. Because it's like a twofer. You get two people coming in on the, on the screen for the price of one. Ohm and, my, Ohm and my courses are half price. Usually it's a big price for one person, and we've been inviting two for the price of. And you don't have to go on the plane, and you don't have to pay for the accommodations and the food. You're home. We actually see everyone eating on their screen. <laughs> so, <laughs> but the thing is, it's also more international. 
like what's happening because yes. of this, because of this uh, need to get on the screen with everyone. In our first course, we did it like our course happened like two weeks after the pandemic That's started. Right. Yeah. Our first course, we had people from seven countries. We were supposed to be in Israel, doing it in Israel that weekend. And so we had people from Israel, Switzerland, Germany, Canada, Mexico, the United States, and one more. We had seven countries. Berlin? I said Germany. I don't, oh, England. England. So we had seven countries represented on screen, you know, with 22 people. And we were just like. It's amazing. We were blown away. And that people stayed up half the night. And they were, you know, in this last course, we had people from. Like we had to Tokyo until 5 a.m. Yeah, they stayed up all night. <laughs> they had sunrise. Sunrise when we were. Yeah. That's amazing, right. Yeah. We, got we, woke up, we woke up in Boulder at 6 a.m. to start. Yeah, I woke up at four because we, we started at five for here. And then when we, so we woke up at sunrise and then they, the course was ended and it was sunrise for them. It was so crazy. All right. So anyway, you're, everyone listening, thank you so much for being my guests. We are going to sign off in a moment from Sex and Happiness. I just want to let you know again, remember is something really worth checking out especially for those of you who are looking around for men's work and you're not really sure, and for people who've been in men's groups for a while. There's not, there, this is a very unique group of facilitators, international group of facilitators, and you may find something here that you haven't found in your local men's group. Check it out. Remember, at least go to the online program, Steps, First Steps to Remember. This is Laurie Handlers. I want to thank Michael Gibson and Gil Oren for being my guest. Thank you guys. I love you. Have an amazing weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today for Sex and Happiness. To learn more about Lori and her work, please go to ButterflyWorkshops.com or follow her on Twitter or Facebook. You can send her an email at sexandhappiness at gmail.com. We'll see you again right here next week for another edition of Sex and Happiness.